right, Lake Orion. Here is the Lake Orion Cares podcast, our first one. And uh, brought to you by Orion Neighborhood Television. I'm Ian Locke, Executive Director there at Orion Neighborhood Television. And Joe Johnson, our studio manager, will be joining us shortly. This podcast is a way to help Orion residents uh, to get up-to-date information, not only about COVID-19, but official information uh, from your state, county, and local officials. Um, we'll be sharing tons of information about uh, what's happening around town, um, resources you can use, all that good stuff. But we're also going to have some good news around town. When there's good news, we're going to share it with you. All right, it's an odd time in our history, so sometimes good news will get you through some tough times, yeah? Uh, we got some support groups for our mental health, plus much more. We're going to share that with you. Uh, it's always important to keep your mind sound, right? Uh, we'll also try to uh, bring you some interviews for those out in the community working on the front lines, making sure we're all safe, fed, and doing uh, what we're all supposed to be doing at this time. What is that? Stay indoors. We might even uh, throw in some music to lighten up the mood. Got some running right now. Not bad, right? All right. So uh, to reach out to us at ONTV at uh, Orion Cares Podcast, email us at ONTV at OrionOnTV.org. Make sure that you uh, include the LO Cares in the email heading. And you can also give us a call at 248-393-1060. Always looking for those good news stories around town. And if you need some assistance, just give us a call. We'll forward you on to the people that uh, can give you, give you a hand. Now, uh, some information we're going to bring to you. Before we do, we'll welcome uh, Joe Johnson into the um, into the LO Cares uh, podcast. How's Mr. Going, Johnson, how are you, sir? Uh, trying to keep my sanity, uh, staying indoors <laughs> like I'm supposed to. <laughs> Very good. Um, but again, you know, like uh, we were saying, ONTV is still in business, right? Our staff yeah. is working hard. They're putting information out on the message boards, out on Facebook, working with the township, the village, and school district. And Joe, you were uh, out and about uh, over at Woodside not too long ago. Share some good news. I ran over there just to see what their setup was. Apparently, they were collecting donations for uh, medical staff. So they had a, a blue uh, bin set outside the door on the south side of the building uh, with a list of items that they're looking for, hand sanitizers, face masks, that sort of stuff. Um, originally, there was a cutoff point, but they've extended that in. Is that yeah, correct? That, that's true. Um, what they did was uh, they did have like a, it was like a one day or two day event uh, or collection period. But they've changed that now, and I have a the slide up on the screen. Um, yeah, so uh, you can make donations at all Woodside Bible Church locations uh, in Troy, Romeo, Lake Orion, Royal Oak, Plymouth, or White Lake at their campuses there. Um, suggested items, again, were the uh, N95 respirator face mask, face shields, eye protection, sterile gloves, sanitary hand and uh, foam, soap, that sort of thing. Uh, hand sanitizer, isolation gowns, and the like. You can head on over to woodsidebible.org for more information on how you can donate. And uh, the collection bag was out there. I think you got some video. We don't have it today, but you were out there, correct? Yeah, I just shot a little bit of video of the setup out there. I mean, I think it's important to document what we're going through right now. Um, I A week earlier, I was out just kind of shooting video of the restaurants and how they've adapted and how they're doing the curbside pickup and uh, drive through and all that stuff. So it's, it's important to document because someday we're going to look back uh, at this period as 
um, at such an influential time. I mean, I think we're going to come out different people when this is all done. Um, I agree. <laughs> um, something, you know, and a lot of uh, people listening to this podcast, uh, again, this is the Lake Orion Cares podcast brought to you by Orion Neighborhood Television, uh, trying to bring you uh, good information, solid information, official information uh, from other local officials and good practices as well. Uh, something that uh, my family just went through is we tried to go grocery shopping. And what do they tell what you? What was you know, that like? <laughs> well, they say, stay away, right? Stay away. Get what you can. And we thought we had enough. And then we hear, uh-oh, there's an extension to what's happening here, right? So they're adding days to this, uh, you know, stay home order. And so we needed some uh, grocery items. Um, We've got uh, two teenagers in the house who are hungry and eat a lot of food. And um, so we reached out to, uh, we looked into the Kroger delivery option, right, and Meyer. And the Kroger option, I have to say, was pretty easy. You log in uh, to the uh, Kroger website. uh, You get to pick which store you would like to shop from. And uh, they told us, um, you know, here's a big list of items that they have available uh, for you to pick from. You know, it's not a comprehensive list, but it's everything you would really need. And we went through and checked how many we wanted. And then they told us, hey, you're going to be routed from the Baldwin Kroger, which is kind of our home uh, Kroger location. They said, you're going to go over to uh, uh, the one in Lake Orion, you know, north of town. So it's like, hey, let's, as long as we can get food, we're okay, right? So uh, it was a pretty easy uh, situation. You, you ordered your food. They told you uh, whether they got back with us uh, this this morning, which was our pickup day, and said you can have this item or do you need a replacement item? We don't have these, and so on. And so you knew going in what you could get, what you what you couldn't get, and rolled over to the Kroger. They had specific parking bays, you uh, spaces you parked in, and it had a number or the phone number. You called the phone number, told them what bay you're in, what your name was. They popped out with your receipt, and you pop, pop the back hatch on the minivan, and the staff at Kroger were great. They loaded the food in, and everything worked out fine. You know, it's no touch. Didn't have to touch the groceries, uh, and it worked out great. Have you tried uh, the online shopping at all, Joe? No, I, I actually have gone into uh, Meyer and Kroger to pick up a few things. Um, the atmosphere there is pretty interesting. A lot of people wearing masks, which – they're now encouraging. Yeah. Um, for the most part, people are maintaining uh, the six feet distance as you uh, walk the aisles. Um, I have seen some interesting uh, comments on Facebook that there have been some people who've gone into stores and there are children running around and playing in the stores and bumping into people. And one one bit of advice that I saw online is if you do need supplies send one person to limit the exposure. Don't take the family out to go shopping. (laughs) You would think you wouldn't have to say that, but people are taking their children to the stores. Now, maybe they can't get a sitter or something like that. Maybe there's some circumstances there. If that's the case, then maybe do the online shopping. But um, for the most part, what I experienced, the people were very respectful. Um, It it almost reminds me of that period of time after 9-11 where Everybody seems very friendly now and and waving and saying hi. Um, I went out for a walk about a week ago and I went into a subdivision I had never been in before. And I saw people were out. They were maintaining distance, but everybody was very friendly. They were like, hey, where are you from? And, you know, we were chatting at a distance. So 
everybody seems to be courteous and friendly for the most part and in, in following the rules. So, um, so far it's been a pretty pleasant experience. So, and we found the same thing, you know, out and about walking, people following the rules for the most part. Uh, I did have to run into the ONTV studio to fix some equipment that broke. <laughs> and once there, we found some other equipment that broke that, um, since you're not there, you didn't know it was broken until uh, you started smelling something pretty bad. So luckily I was in to fix it. Um, but yeah, driving in, I saw a lot of people at the parks. Now, Oakland County has opened the parks, right? I mean, they've yeah, free admission. officially free admission, hop in there. It's like, but you go by Lake 16 and the cars are stacked in a line and all the people standing on the, the uh, dock. And it's like still, uh, for me, I'm staying away. I'm going in my yard or my neighborhood um, in the morning before people are out. We're going for like mid to late afternoon for a bike ride or for a walk. And we're taking the long way around town, you know, and keeping our distance. So everybody has to make their own choices. But like uh, Chris Barnett was saying, if you don't know, uh, Chris Barnett, uh, Township Supervisor here in Lake Orion, uh, does a daily uh, video update of everything that's happening and giving you good news, uh, specific uh, instructions and different things coming online uh, daily because this whole thing is shifting by the hour even. I mean, by the time we get done with this little podcast here, uh, probably half the stuff we said is going to be obsolete. But it's, We could you know, almost it's, do this daily. Yeah, it's just it's just this thing. But, but you can watch the videos. You post them on uh, Facebook around between 5 and 6 p.m., um, and you can't miss it. And uh, we have them running on ONTV's website at orionontv.org. Um, let me go real quick over here. I'm going to change uh, screens here, Joe, if you don't mind. Um, we're hey, I'm show... curious, uh, while you're doing that, uh, how are yeah. you handling when the when you bring the groceries back home? Is there a protocol, a decontamination process you go through? Uh, actually, we did. Uh, we've uh, If you have seen the video we've been running it about how to wash your groceries, that's a good friend of mine. Um, from Michigan State, um, uh, Dr. Jeffrey Van Wingen. And um, it's gone 25 million views uh, worldwide and was on the NBC Nightly News just uh, not too long ago uh, sharing wow. that information with the world, really. And uh, we followed his instructions. Uh, don't If you bring your groceries inside, um, make sure you have a clean and sterile uh, space in which to clean uh, and do what you need to do with. And if you have, um, if you don't have a clean space inside your, uh, in your side, your house, I would say, do, uh, do the old, um, leave it outside <laughs> and wash it outside. And that's what my wife and I did. We put the tailgate of our van up. We started washing our food and, uh, take a peek at it. Uh, we have it on our video on demand site. Um, did catch me on a, uh, trying to navigate through the website. So right now on the screen, we have the uh, our government video-on-demand site at orionontv.org, and you can see the different videos we have, the updates from uh, uh, Chris Daly, Township Supervisor. We also have information on COVID-19 uh, information. But here's the video we have listed. We got it listed as a stay-at-home, uh, stay-safe uh I believe this is it. I'll have to hit go. Yeah. So PSA to My name is Jeffrey Van Wingen. I'm a family physician practicing in Grand Rapids, Michigan with 20 years yeah, experience. Thought, you know, that, that we would have to do that, basically yeah. decontaminate the groceries. Now, from what I understand, the virus 
lives on certain services for up to three days, right? So Correct. After yeah, a few uh, days, it should be all right. Yeah, so three days on cardboard. So if you buy stuff on cardboard, um, that could be anything from, you know, boxes of noodles and, you know, the like. You can leave it outside in your garage for three days, and it should, after three days, uh, you know, kill the virus. Uh, but it does, on metal services, stay longer. Um, for fruit, basically they're saying, you know, any fruit you have, unbag it, put it inside a, uh, a bowl of some sort, go inside and wash it with warm water. Um, I think in the video he says soap and water, but that was the initial um, instructions. Now it is just warm water and uh, get that all uh, washed up for you and then you can eat it. Um, but yeah, it's you do have to wipe everything, and you have to you can use a typical sanitizer out of like like a Lysol, you know, the wipes that we use. Uh, as long as it's saturated with uh, the disinfectant on it, you can wipe it down, and it works well. So this is the video we have uh, from Dr. Van Wiggen, and he gives a really in-depth and um, enlightening instructions on uh, how to handle this uh, situation with your groceries. Um, Good Have stuff. you washed your groceries yet, Joe? <laughs> uh, no, but I am washing my hands like a crazy person. I feel like Howard Hughes. Like <laughs> when I come home and I unpack and I, I don't buy a ton of groceries. I bought enough to get through a week. Once I unpack everything, hands get washed before yeah. I prepare anything. Hands get washed. If a package arrives in the mail, I'll open the package, discard everything, wash my hands. Yeah. Um, I'm almost obsessive compulsive now. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting that you start thinking, and here I am, you know, touching my beard, and you're not supposed <laughs> to do that. I go, good thing I've washed my hands at least five, six times today. I even pumped gas uh, today down at Costco with rubber gloves on, wow. right? Because you don't know who's touching the, especially at a dollar fifteen a gallon, uh, a lot of crowds going down there to get some gas. So just be and safe did, out um, there. I read a, a point that uh, even though it's almost impossible to find right now, but if you want to keep hand sanitizer in your car for that reason, pump gas, hand sanitize. You know, if, if you're out and about, you always have that hand sanitizer in the car. Unfortunately, I have not been able to find it anywhere. I have information. This is the good news. This is See? the, this That's is some of the good news. In. Yeah. So I didn't find any, but uh, MMB graphics, you know, the guys down at MMB graphics, we do a lot of work with them around Lake Orion and Owen TV. And uh, local business here in Lake Orion doing really good. The whole family over at M&B is producing hand sanitizer by the, I want to say by the gallon, um, <laughs> but they are bottling it and they're donating it over at the Orion Center. Um, and if you need hand sanitizer, uh, they have it. And they're bottling it, they're making it, and they're following the rules of how to make it. And uh, then you can have a little you know, bottle to take with you. Uh, it's so hard to come by. And we hear price gouging and people doing some nasty things. But I mean, guys at MBB Graphics and everybody over there doing a great job donating. I think they said they bottled a thousand. Wow. I, I could be wrong about maybe a, a couple hundred bottles, but they're on their way to a thousand. So Lake Orion uh, businesses coming through in a pinch to help everybody out. The last time I was, uh, when I went out uh, to Meyer and Kroger, a lot of the staples were in, in full supply. There's lots of bread, milk, eggs, that sort of stuff. But I was shocked to see that certain shelves were still empty. Hand sanitizer, toilet paper, mostly the whole paper aisle was empty. And I'm a little shocked, and I don't know if you've heard any updates, 
why have these shelves been empty for so long? I mean, I heard from my sister that she was at a store and they brought uh, some toilet paper out on a pallet and they said one per customer, one pack per customer, and everyone surrounded it like piranha <laughs> and it didn't even make the shelves. Why can't they keep up with the demand? I'm a little confused by that. Well, what we're finding, and this kind of goes, I'm glad you brought that up because it kind of rolls into our uh, discussion of, you know, the restaurants locally, right? Supply chain, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a complex system that our businesses have to rely on and their supplies and the, the chain and, you know, the flow of goods and ordering and getting things they need. Uh, they're really being disrupted now um, with, you know, what's happening here. So I know the toilet paper factories are working OT. <laughs> and OT on the TP. They are OT on the TP. <laughs> and I know um, it comes in and it goes out so quickly. Um, and I heard the rationing too. Um, luckily, we went shopping before this all hit. So we had a whole two cases here in our in our house. But, but yeah, the supply chains run, you know, people are running into problems with the supply chain and trying to find that, uh, delivers are coming in, but it's not at the, the amount that everybody's used to, but they're also, here's the question on an average week, how much turnover and product do, you know, rest or not restaurants, but uh, grocery stores really have with like say toilet paper, you know, yeah. it doesn't all go in a week, you know, so they, re- they cycle through, you get some, you don't get shelf after shelf of uh, these products. So the supply chain's running into some issues nationwide. And not only that, but um, you did a good piece uh, not too long ago on, um, you know, supporting our local restaurants and getting takeout and carry out and that sort of thing. If they're still open, everybody, please uh, check the Chamber of Commerce, uh, the Lake Orion Chamber of Commerce for uh, restaurants uh, that have the takeout still. And the DBA of, website has that too, a really nice list. You could look at menus and everything. I it's think on uh, it, Township? No, uh, no, the downtownlakeorion.com or .org. I get those mixed up. I think okay. either one works. Um, but there's a you click on a link, it'll tell you who's offering it. Now, I think it needs to be updated because I see that 313 Pizza is still listed, but I think they've temporarily closed their doors, right? So don't be surprised if you contact a restaurant and they're closed for the duration. Yeah, uh, 313 has shut down, uh, just because supply chain issues, right? And if this continues, it can it could impact other restaurants, uh, throughout the area, right? I saw an interesting post on Facebook by Great Harvest Bread Company. Um, They announced that they were no longer offering sandwiches, but the reason was pretty interesting. They said that by eliminating sandwiches, they can still sell bread and make money selling bread. They want to send customers to other restaurants to get sandwiches and food. And I thought that was very generous of them to limit what they're offering to encourage their customers to uh, shop elsewhere. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Get the unique item that they have available at their store. Get the common item someplace else to kind of share the uh, wealth in a way. Yeah. Yeah. That's That was awesome. All right. So let's do this. So here's our setup. Lake Orion Cares podcast here. This is our first one here with Joe Johnson. Um Studio manager at ONTV. I'm Ian Locke, executive director at ONTV. And we're just trying to do something in the shutdown. And we came up with this format here. Joe is on a web chat coming in from his uh, humble abode. And I am relegated to 
a messy basement <laughs> surrounded by cave. Legos and um, doing the best I can to not step on those sharp <laughs> plastic pieces. Um, but again, this is our first uh, go at it. And if you look on the screen, we have a, a need help number, 248-391-0304, extension 3507. And that is through the township. If you need assistance, you can call that number um, or help at orienttownship.org. Uh, and if you need food, you need help collecting medicine, uh, there's a whole uh, group of people, the uh, what do you call it? The COVID-19 Task Force, which uh, ONTV is a part of. And uh, we're part of the communications chain trying to get this information out to you. So uh, you call that number or email help at orienttownship.org. And uh, Orient Township staff will answer the phone, answer your email, get your information. If you need food, uh, medicines, you need a, a ride someplace to the doctor. Uh, you can uh, call that number and they will get your information to those who can help you, okay? Food is uh, being donated. If you have food that uh, you can donate, you can drop it off at the Orient Center. I think it is 10 a.m. through 4 p.m., Monday through Friday. And I know Chris Barnett was out Sunday. He heard um, uh, heard it just this week. He was out. Uh, he heard a, a, a kind of a distress call from somebody who called that number and said, Hey, I've got, uh, you know, six kids and uh, a single parent saying, what do I, I need some help? Wow. And he was able to load the food up from the Orient center and take it over uh, to this family in need on a Sunday and got them through, uh, you know, a couple days. So there are people in need and, uh, this number is helping and there's people out there that can give you a hand. So Oxford me... Orient Fish, I believe, is offering curbside pickup. Oh, and I also want to mention, we were talking about uh, ordering your groceries online. Uh, to, to any senior citizens out there listening, um, if you want to take advantage of that service, NOTA, North Oakland Transportation Authority, um, will pick up your groceries for you. Yep. You place the order, you pay for it. They will arrive. You let them know that a NOTA vehicle will be picking up your groceries. Um, they will pick them up and deliver them to you. So that is an amazing uh, service. They're also offering transportation. As long as you're healthy and you're feeling good, um, they will transport you for free. You don't have to be a NOTA member. Um, you just have to be a senior citizen uh, in this area with a need. So. Yep, that's correct. And on the uh, sidebar there, our viewers, if you can see, we have the key hotline numbers, uh, information at the school district, official information at lakeorienschools.org, Oakland County, and NOTA. Need a ride? 248-693-7100. And here we have their website. So hop on over to notaride.org. And you know, like, that's one thing about this community, you know, whenever something like this happens, that's one thing I love about being in this community is people always come together and help each other out and share resources. Um, and I'm sure we're not alone in that, but uh, like Orion sure is special when it comes to uh, being there for each other. It is. And uh, in this time, it's, it's, it's amazing. We already have all the people in place, you know, and the good relationships we have with uh, different entities um, around town, you know, like ONTV, we're, we're always working with our Chamber of Commerce, the township, the village, we're all 
mingling daily. So when it comes into, and the churches, you know, all the different uh, congregations around town, everybody knows each other. Uh, no one's on an island <laughs> here in Lake Orion. Everybody's coming together. And at, at this time, that, that that's what's really impressive is uh, Township gets together, says, this is what we're going to do. We got it all laid out. Um, we just need to get the uh, the people that uh, that are in the know. How can we get information out? Call TV, call the Lake Orion Review, right? Uh, social media is there for everybody. But you have these systems in place already that when this type of thing happens, we just hope it doesn't happen again. But when these things happen, um, the community can respond quickly and efficiently. That's that's the key. Um, we neglected to mention the breaking story, the big story that uh, in-person school attendance is done for the year, correct? That is correct. Um, now, you're a parent of uh, some children still in school. How is that impacting your family, your children? Well, um, I have a senior and an eighth grader. So my senior um, is crushed, um, but she's bounced back. I mean, we kind of knew this was coming. We kind of heard through the grapevine that uh, a couple days ago, and we did our crying. We were angry. We were frustrated. Um, you know, all the things that a senior is looking forward to. Um, uh, she's a member of the track team and was a senior captain this year, had trained all winter, was ready to go for the season, and it just began, I think, a week and a half prior to the shutdown. Um, so we're having a hard time with it. Uh, but, you know, the main thing, I think, for a lot of the seniors are, can I walk across that stage? That's the main uh, question that we're getting from some of the seniors. Are we going to be able to walk across the stage and get our diploma? You know, all these years, that's kind of the, you know, the, the, the buildup. I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's a big part of your youth um, to experience that. And my heart breaks for those young people going through this. You know, the, the, the emotions that I feel now, aren't really about me. I'll get through this. I'll be fine. I think about the impact this has on students, on uh, the working people whose jobs are in jeopardy. Um, the impact on this is, is just heartbreaking and devastating. And I, I'm just, I feel so bad for these young people who uh, their school year is, is at an end. Yeah, that is true. And um, I mean, there's always online learning that's coming on Monday. The what do we say? That's the sixth. The sixth. Uh, online classes are starting K through eight. You should be getting messages from your your teachers soon. Um, the high school kids obviously we get also being contacted by their teachers about what's happening. But it's not the same. You're not interacting with your peers daily. You're not seeing your friends. You're kind of away. And um, yeah, it's a it's obviously a different type of situation than we've ever experienced, um, and it's one that we just kind of hey, this is reality now, and we just kind of have to deal with it. Now, I do have a video from Marion Janopoulos um, that was posted today at the uh, Lake Orion Community Schools website at lakeorionschools.org. Today being April second, twenty twenty. Let me hit play on this video and see what she has to say. Can you hang around, Joe? Definitely. Okay. Let's take a listen to what uh, Marion Janopoulos had to say today. Hello, Lake Orion Dragons. This is Mrs. Janopoulos, your superintendent. I really miss all of you. And I had hoped that the message today from Governor Whitmer that we would not be returning to school until the fall is one that would never come. 
but the reality is for your safety, for the safety of all of our families and our staff members and their families, returning to our school buildings this year is just not appropriate. You know, as I always talk about, your health and your safety is always and will always be a top priority for all of us in Lake Orion Community Schools. So my feelings probably mirror yours. I'm disappointed. Quite frankly, I'm frustrated. I'm concerned about the safety and well-being of all of our students in the school district, as well as everyone in the community, in our state, and the world at large. But fortunately, you know, we have a lot of experts in this world who are working day and night at breakneck speed to find a way to eradicate this awful virus. Now here in the Lake Orion Community Educational World, we are going to provide our students with the most appropriate finish to the school year uh, that we can possibly give under these circumstances. These details are going to be shared with our families by the end of this week, which is our stay at home spring break week. So please be on the lookout for that information. That information will be sent to all of our families. You know, most importantly, or equally important, I know that this is very difficult on the class of 2020, our seniors. Uh, they certainly have a different ending to their school year than we could imagine. But as Dragons, we're going to stay strong. During this spring break week, we hope everyone stays relaxed and healthy. And next week, the learning activities will begin. And for the next few months, we're going to continue to connect virtually from teachers to students, from families to their schools, from the Orionary community and from the world at large. And as a district, I am going to do whatever I can to replicate the in-person year and events that we define in our very own Dragon Way. I know this is a trying time for everyone, but we're gonna find a way through it. We're gonna to get to the other side and we are going to feel proud that Lake Orion Dragons were resilient. One last thing, if there are any families or students that need help or personally know of someone, please connect with our staff members and we'll do whatever we can. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, stay home, and know that we all miss you in the Lake Orion Community Schools. Thank you. Nice message by uh... Superintendent Janopoulos there. Um, like you're saying, Joe, it's just one of those things that you can never prepare for. And things just kind of happen the way they happen. And it's got to hit her hard, too, because isn't this her last year? <laughs> yeah, she's supposed to. Oh. And she was all excited about, you know, saying bye to the senior class. Um, she said, this is my last class. Wow. And my daughter, being a senior, has met uh uh, Superintendent Janopoulos and they, the kids like her, you know, it's, it's, it was kind of like, Hey, we're leaving together type of thing. It's like a, Hey, right. And now, uh, we don't know. <laughs> uh, there's no official announcement of what's going to happen down the line. If there's going to be, you know, um, 
graduation at some point. Uh, everything, like we said, changes by the hour. Uh, Stay-at-home orders have been extended, and we're just kind of floating on a cloud going, what's happening next? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's rough. I, I, I've seen people on Facebook talk about maybe holding a prom uh, later when this is all over, um, just to give them that experience. Um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to do some things down the road to create some memories for yeah. these kids. Well, we got some other things happening around town. Um, let me pull up a graphic here. Um, you know, you can donate today at Love Inc. This was a new thing that came online this week. So, uh, Love Inc. does a lot of wonderful things around the community. Uh, they have uh, connections to all of the churches. You want to get to a church or get to all of the church, Love Inc. is the way to do it. So uh, loveincinfo.org, and they have a new uh, COVID-19 uh, uh, page, backslash Orion COVID. So uh, if you want to donate, and I believe, let me try to find it, Love Inc. Well, don't they, do they have a drop-off location at the Orion Center too? Love Inc. Um, I th I don't believe so, but they are working with the uh, with the Orion Center and Township and all the churches and the members of the uh, task force, the COVID nineteen task force, to um, to help anybody in need. So uh, they just got a donation button. Let me get back to our little browser window here, and you can see the website. So here's Love Inc. Uh, they have a donation button. So now, because people were asking about, can we donate cash if we don't have uh, items? You know, some people can't donate those food items because they need to um, eat, <laughs> you know, and you're not supposed to go out and have food drives now and uh, all these other things. So they have a donate here via PayPal. And the first donation of the week was $500 from our local resident. So um, that food goes to love or that money goes to Love Inc. Love Inc. then translates that into items and of need and they have the purchasing power to get different things and distribute those to the churches and get them out to those congregants or friends of congregants and neighbors um, to get you what you need if you are in distress. So this is a new thing uh, just this week. So if you want to donate cash, you can do it uh, via uh, Love Inc. And they have a PayPal button right on their website, and uh, you can't you can't go wrong working with Love Inc. I see where I messed up. I got an email that uh, from the Lake Orion DDA. The top part is talking about donations for Love Inc., and then directly below it, it says donations needed at the Orient Center. So those are okay. two different things. Okay. Yep, they are two different things, but uh, they all go to the same place to those who are in need. Um, we're about thirty-four minutes into the. Uh, Lake Orion Cares podcast. We are in our first episode. Hopefully we can do this multiple times a week, potentially, maybe an end of the week summary. We're still trying to figure that out. But, uh, you know, with uh, Joe and I being broadcasters and have been for quite some time, as you can see the gray in our beards, we've been doing this a long time. And I know one thing, Joe, and I think you can agree is like, uh, we like communicating with others and we do it uh, with technology and we found a way to do it with uh, found cables uh, in my basement and <laughs> random yeah, pieces thing, uh, of things, and it's working. I'm just blown away by how technology is bringing everybody together, whether it's Zoom, uh, whether it's being able to remotely access uh, my desktop at work, 
um, using my phone to record video and share it, social media. Um, it, it's apparent that um, it's become so crucial in maintaining those relationships with the community, with friends, with family. Um, I'm blown away by what we've been able to accomplish through technology. Yeah. Um, usually, what we what do we say about technology? We usually complain. You know, it's supposed to make our lives easier. And on an average day, I think over the last couple of years, like, it's not working. Why is this not working? Oh, technology is <laughs> supposed to make our life better, uh, make things easier. Well, we're kind of living and showing that it is making our lives and at least our working lives right now easier. Because if we didn't have this, oh, boy, I'd be going crazy. I'd be sitting at home going, mm, you know. It's providing I, some humor, <laughs> too, which is important. <laughs> Um, I saw a, a thing going around. It was originally posted on Twitter where um, a company was having a, a Zoom meeting or some sort of online meeting. And I think the boss had recently downloaded something where you can convert yourself into different objects and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And she had been playing with it and she had turned herself into a potato. Yes. And when she <laughs> logged into the meeting, she appeared on screen as a potato and couldn't undo it and so she was like forget it i'll just do the whole meeting as a potato yeah and i'm like that's the type of content i love <laughs> on twitter and social media that's yeah, hilarious yeah you take a, a heavy situation and you you make it a little bit lighter um i did see that, that and good. it was a bad looking potato i'll just it say that brown for some strange reason <laughs> it, it didn't look right i know that for sure um what else do we have here we talked about township uh L. North L. Oakland County. Can you talk about them. Say that again. L.O. Embroidery making a oh, mask. Yeah, yeah. Uh, L.O. Embroidery. What can you say about the people down there? L.O. Embroidery uh, put together 1,000 masks, sewed them, put them together by hand, and donated them out. Uh, and they're making more. So they've, you know, what, in a period of. 10 days, they had a thousand masks prepared and uh, given them out to those in need. Uh, the first, say the first responders, those on the front line of what we're dealing with here. It's, it's amazing. Some of the terminology we're hearing now is very, uh, I don't want to say it's a war, but it is kind of a war on this, uh, this bug that we're uh, experiencing here. So it's like the front line and getting stuff out to the front line and triage hospitals and field hospitals. It's, it's interesting to hear the terminology being used that we haven't heard in a long, long time. Speaking of mass, you know, you said earlier, the information just keeps changing early on. They said, uh, don't bother wearing a mask. It's not going to help. Now they're saying everyone might be better off wearing a mask when you go out because if someone coughs or something, that's airborne for a certain period of time. And and now they're saying that masks may help. So uh, kudos to LO Embroidery for uh, meeting the need. Absolutely. And you're right. I just saw, what was it? Uh, uh, the, the national news was reporting, um, even we heard things from the White House saying that the more they study this bug and its resiliency to things, um, yes, it's like we said earlier in the podcast, it sticks to surfaces for so long. It stays in the air for so long. Um, but the new information we're getting is the incubation period or carriers and who gets it. I mean, you and I may have it at this moment, but we, it's just not triggering in our bodies to make us ill. 
Uh, others still transfer it. Yeah. Yes. But we can still pass it on just exactly. So they're saying like, um, and, and Asia, uh, they've been doing this is man. I was over in Tokyo back in what? 93. And they, uh, residents of Tokyo, if they didn't feel well, they wore a mask. And we thought, oh, that's kind of odd. And he said, well, it's out of courtesy. They don't want to get anybody sick or like, okay, you know, something we don't do here. We've never seen it before. And that's kind of part of the, you know, they've been doing that for a long time. And a lot of uh, experts are looking at that. Maybe that's the right way to go. That's how they curbed the infection rate besides staying apart from one another, staying home, but they also had the masks on, and those who were carriers also did not spread it. So um, I, I have a feeling that that's going to come down the line pretty soon. And uh, they even said, use a bandana. Use anything to cover your face uh, so you don't uh, you know, expel you know, the particulate if you have it, if, if you're infected with it, that sort of thing, out to others. So it's an interesting uh, development. And I'm sure we're going to hear more news uh, about that as time rolls on. People are making predictions as to what life might be like after this. And I wonder, is that going to be common? Are we going to see more face masks in public? Is shaking hands done? Are we done with shaking hands? Um, I don't know if it's going to make a return. And I think if in the future, if you refuse a handshake, I don't think that should be frowned upon. I think you should understand that uh, now I'm good. Yeah. It's it, like you said, who knows? I mean, yeah. <laughs> it could be, you could see it. This could be a whole societal shift. And like you said, inter, uh, inter and intrapersonal, uh, community, you know, interactions with people and groups and that sort of thing. But who knows? Um, one thing I do want to share, and we kind of added this just late to the game before we started recording is, uh, uh county, uh, information. Let me bring up our little browser here and go to the county information. Um, where are we at here? On the county site, they have a map with your zip code. If you wanted to go to oakgov.com slash COVID, and they have uh, this, I don't want to call it neat or interesting <laughs> because of the topic that we're talking about here, but you can actually go into this map and see um, infections and reported. The uh, one thing that they don't have are the tests, how many tests are being done. But here in Lake Orion, you can see if I'm doing the north part of Lake Orion, this is as reported by the county. So I don't know how accurate it is. Um, I'm sure it's updated daily. Uh, but in the 48362 zip code, you have 12 total cases of confirmed um, infection out of a population of 15,756. Um, but we know that number is just, it's got to be higher because of the uh, the lack of testing done on the average citizen just rolling around. These are confirmed people in the hospital are usually the only ones getting these tests. So moving down to the middle of the uh, township, this is 48360, eight confirmed cases out of a population of 12,055. And if you look at the south part of the township, nine total cases out of 9,634 uh, residents. So we know these numbers are going up. And as uh, uh, you know, the White House is saying, CDC is saying, Chris Barnett is saying, the governor, everybody is saying is that this is just the beginning. It's 
it's this is not the tip, right? This is not the peak. Um, we're about a week away from the peak. We thought the peak would be at the end of this week. It's not. It's looking like it could be the end of next week, if not further out. And think about how much worse it could potentially be if we weren't taking these drastic measures. I know a lot of people are complaining that they're being inconvenienced, um, but really think about that. We are, as they say, flattening that curve um, by, you know, implementing these measures and keeping those numbers low. Absolutely. And you can see on the map, I mean, if you're looking, um, I still have the map up on the screen, and you can just kind of roll through this. You can see high concentrations of um, infection down to just north of Livonia is where it kind of begins at the uh, at the line there. And Southfield, Lathrop Village, uh, Farmington, Farmington Hills, Bloomfield, uh, up through Pontiac are the highest concentrations. And there was some discussion about, you know, even nationally speaking, you know, why in the inner city are you, or, you know, high population areas, let's say Pontiac, let's say um, uh, Detroit proper and Wayne County, you know, why are the number infection rates so high? And a lot of it has to do with uh, poverty. And they said, uh, you know, if you have a high, high concentration of individuals living in a population center and poverty is high, um, you're not getting the greatest health care, right? Uh, high instances of obesity and diabetes and a variety of other things. So if you run into a bug like COVID-19, it is devastating. So that's kind of what we're, we're seeing here, but it's creeping, you know, that you have the epicenter and it's kind of just doing this. And if you're not staying home, you're part of the problem, um, at least in my opinion. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Let's see. What do we got here? We're almost at an hour at 45 minutes. Again, this is the Lake Orion Cares uh, podcast. Joe Johnson from ONTV here on a web chat. I'm Ian Locke from ONTV as well. And let me go to our browser window once again. And you can see our helpline if you need help. Uh, you can call the Township Hotline, 248-391-0304, extension 3507. And uh, talk to Orion Township uh, staff member, and they can get you on the list of things that uh, if you need food, you need medicine, you need a ride, you need some help, we can get you help. Uh, official school district information at lakeorionschools.org. Oakland County, you can call them at 248-693-7100. Oh, excuse me, that is the, uh, that's not Oakland County, that is NOTA. So that is a typo on the screen. <laughs> County, um, you can go to oakgov.com for detailed information. This so, is our uh, Facebook page, too, for updates. I just posted something just moments ago. This just in. Uh, <laughs> Stacy Galloway, our news anchor on ONTV, shared a link with me that Nikon is offering free online photography classes for all of April. So wow. if you want to develop your photography skills, um, there are free classes online for those of you uh, doing the right thing and staying at home. Wow, that's uh, that's some good information. Um, the one thing we want to encourage everybody to do before we sign off here is go to Facebook if, you, if you're into that. Some people aren't. Uh, but it, you can sign up for the Orion Cares Facebook group. Um, and inside that group is a place, 
exclusively for people asking for help or people that are in need or if you have services you can offer to those in need, that's uh, where you can do it at uh, Lake Orion Cares uh, Facebook group. Um, all right, so let's see. What do we have? We're about uh, recording this in the afternoon, uh, early evening on April 2nd. It's about 510. Something here in town, the township they started was go say hi to your neighbor at 6, right? Get out and... Uh, wave get out and about uh stay within your six feet but uh <laughs> but don't uh don't forget your neighbors get out and check on your neighbors at 6 p.m and it's starting to catch on uh the other thing is if i don't say this jenny body over at uh <laughs> township's gonna kill us <laughs> the census fill out your census form it takes really what two minutes? minutes yeah i did mine uh went online answered a few questions and i was done um and it's all online. You don't have to mail anything in. Um, if you don't do it, they're going to come uh, looking for you. But uh, do it online. It just takes minutes. And what excuse do you have? We have nothing but time right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, besides washing our groceries and <laughs> folding laundry and doing podcasts, fill out the census form. Takes no time at all. Um, and that, that really impacts funding here in the community for situations like this. You know, if you... And the schools and a variety of other things. So fill out that census and get it in. Um, I think I've got one more uh, graphic to pop up here. Um, okay, just as a reminder, uh, help residents of Orion Township here. Donations needed. Monday through Friday, again, this is the donations at the Orion Center uh, through that helpline. So if you have donations you would like to uh, send out, uh, drop off, you can do it. Drop them off Monday through Friday, 9.30 a.m. to 4.30. I think I said 10 to 4, but it's 9.30 to 4.30 at the Orion Center, the big blue building on Joslin Road um, with ONTV right next door. Okay, so with that being said, um, we can wrap this uh, first edition of Lake Orion Cares up. Um, I hope it's informative and helpful. Um, I wouldn't say it's entertaining because you know, our two mugs on webcams being recorded is not my idea of entertainment. <laughs> At the very least, I, <laughs> it's giving me something to do. It's giving me a sense of purpose. <laughs> Besides making uh, short movies, uh, you have to check it out on YouTube. Joe, where can they find out, uh, find your little video? Oh, uh, you know, you made a short my, film. Uh, using my phone, I uh, decided to uh, have a creative outlet just to keep my brain occupied. And uh, so I created a short film. It's called Isolation on YouTube. My uh, YouTube channel is J-A-G-E-750. And uh, had fun putting it together this past week. Um, now what do I do for the next 30 days? I have to follow <laughs> it up with something. The sequel. Uh, <laughs> the healing. How about that? That's it's almost right. like uh, the sun comes out. We can come out into the sunlight, into the new world after this is all done. I can't wait for the sequel. <laughs> uh, right. one, and one last uh, piece of information before we say see you later uh, for this edition of the podcast is that uh, tune into OrionOnTV.org. Again, um, we have all of the videos uh, um, available to be seen on there that are COVID-related. We have them in a nice playlist on our VOD. Uh, but we also have, um, what do you call it? We also have, I'm clicking buttons here. I'm still trying to learn the system here. Apologize for the viewers at home. But we also have running in a loop on the government channel on Comcast 
and on our website, if you live stream the government channel, all of the videos, all of the messages from Township, uh, a variety of information running 24-7. We do have some meetings still running on replay, but most of the time we've streamlined the programming. So pertinent information about how to clean, sanitize, what do you need to do, uh, all that stuff is stuff. on the government channel. You have a meeting coming up? Oh, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. So it looks like since we have technology like this, uh, Joe and I are on Zoom currently, um, that uh, there are some meetings at Township coming up. The Township Planning Commission is just around the corner. I believe that's on the 15th of April. That's been uh, put back on. Uh, the school board will have their regularly scheduled meeting on April 8th, um, which is next Wednesday, I believe, and that should be 2 p.m., Check the education channel, uh, Comcast uh, channel 22, for details on that. Uh, that will be recorded. We will put it out to the Ed channel, um, and we'll have it for replay and so on running um, on ONTV's VOD so you can see what's happening to get more detail of with what's going on in the school district. Um, and I believe some village meetings are also coming along online on the 7th. The DDA meeting's just been rescheduled on the 7th, so we'll be doing those as well. So trying to get back to some sort of normalcy with this technology and the webcams and the streaming. So if you're a meeting junkie, and a lot of you I know watching out there in Lake Orion are, uh, they're coming back. So we're going to get your, uh, your government in action so you can take a peek at that. Um, what other service could do this besides community television? Right? Exactly. Right? I mean, that's why we're here. Channel 7 is not going to bring you your local meeting or a podcast with two goofy guys on webcam, huh? <laughs> All right. And so be sure to watch our uh, channel, uh, Public Access uh, Channel 10. Uh that we got our message board with all kinds of up-to-date and current information. So, so tune in and watch our channel. And since you have so much time at home, not you, uh, Joe, and myself, but anybody watching at home or listening to this podcast, is that we're looking to have some special programming uh, coming up. I'd like to have, like, let's say, a weekend of just a marathon of Lake Orion Dragon sports from this past year or the previous year from track meets to lacrosse, football, basketball, all that good stuff, softball. Uh, if you want to see some uh, decent entertainment that doesn't have to deal with some heavy subject matter, we'll throw out some sports for you guys. So uh, we're, that's in the that's in the hopper now. So, all right. So uh, I think that's it. We're approaching an hour. I don't think people want to hear us talk much more than that. I think we shared some good info. and We'll hopefully have some more info. Uh, we'll repeat more of these things as these podcasts move along. Uh, but thanks for tuning in and give us an, uh, giving us a uh, some of your time. And uh, we hope it is informative. Again, reach out to us at ontv at orionontv.org. Um, with any ideas uh, for a podcast like this or for you to share a story. Uh, make sure you put in the heading, uh, Lake Orion Cares Podcast. All right, that's it for us here for this edition. Um, again, I'm Ian Locke, and with me was Joe Johnson. Give away, Joe. See you guys later. Thanks for and, inviting me. Yep, and 